Hello, and welcome to Some Kind of Podcast. This is a podcast where we entertain you by discussing what entertains us. I'm this week's coast. Coast? Oops, now roll with it. You're the coast. I'm the coast. I'm the coast of this week's podcast. My name's Cody, and I'm joined by my co-host, as always, Tim. Marushka Hargate. And Christian. Uh, hi. <laughs> Let's just coast on through this, guys. You're the coastest with the mostest. Yep, you know it. Um, all right, so... You're Whatever. really doing a good job uh, of coasting through this opening. Yep, I'm just I'm just coasting along, guys. Um, at some point, Christian will host again when he's feeling better. Yeah, it's down the line. <laughs> um, You're on less drugs now, right? Though, right? Yep, yep, yep. Less and less, less and less drugs, so that's an improvement. <laughs> less and less drugs, more and more pain. Yep, yep. That's where I want to be right now. But you're uh, you are getting a new brace or something like that soon, right? Yeah, it's uh, coming up here in about a week. Uh, I'll have to go back in for a follow-up appointment and I get a brace that's supposed to allow me to move a little bit more than now, which is nothing. So, yeah. <laughs> I was going to say, I, I'm sure that if they're taking staples out and stuff, then you're going to get a, a brace that'll have some kind of bending to it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It'll, it'll probably feel better to move your knee. God, I hope so, because not is being able weird? to sleep. I've or... never, I've never, quote unquote, you know, broken hurt anything knock on wood does it just feel weird to just not be able to move it yeah so it's like okay so like right now like i have my leg you know like uh, um you know raised up and if i try to move my leg I, I literally just can't like i like i can move my foot but like if i wanted to get up i would have to like wrap the end of my leg in something and then physically pull it with my arms because the tendons or whatever that are like in like mid leg around the knee required to actually lift your entire leg just aren't physically repaired enough to actually allow that movement so yeah it's it's very weird yeah. interesting okay yeah mine was like i was just my whole body like i want to move my leg yeah mine wasn't as bad game. as 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 christians but it's it's definitely weird no yeah i couldn't just imagine i don't know I guess it's like when you like sleep on your arm and you wake up and you can't move your arm, even though you want to move your arm, except you can feel it. Um, I guess it's what it's like. Yeah. It just hurts more. Yeah. Yeah. That hurts. I don't know. Have you ever felt the blood rush back to your arm? I mean, it's not great, but uh, I can assure you that like severe knee pain is just awful. Oh, I can imagine you two and my mom. I've seen all go through the knee stuff before it, does not look like something I ever want to take part of. And I hope I never do. Knock on wood. I don't wish it on anybody. Uh, in a somewhat relation to that, though, like I was on the plus side, uh, I was in so much pain the other night that it caused me to stay up all night long. And as a added result of that, I was able to finally platinum Assassin's Creed Valhalla. Oh, that's right. I, I remember you telling me that the other day. I couldn't sleep, um, but I was able to profit from it, I guess, in a way. <laughs> you gotta do what you gotta do hey whatever you gotta do man if you ain't got nothing else to like do be proud of the fact you platinum that game that and you've been trying to platinum it for like since it came out yeah yeah so like i have the season pass and everything for it and i had full intention of just keeping it on the system and actually playing through the rest of the content as soon as that platinum hit i was like you know what i don't want to play this game anymore (laughs) yeah that's sort of how i felt (laughs) do you you remember what your final uh, time was it was 113 hours, I think, total. I don't know what I did for 40 extra hours, because I think you and Steven both are somewhere around like 100, and I was sitting at 156. You were like, ooh, shiny. Ooh. I, I guess. I, like, I really don't know what Either took that, me so Either that, or you long. had it on, and you like passed out once. Oh, it's also probably Got like plausible. seven hours, just because it was on, but you were asleep. Oh, I've done that before. This is this is very true. I've actually stopped a game, like because I fall asleep playing, and I didn't. You know, I I don't really care about like time played, but you know, like I kind of (laughs) do. Um, and I actually like restarted at a save point where I had saved where it was like less time because I fell asleep. I don't know why. I don't care about play time, but like. I kind of care about playtime. Yeah, no, I uh, 
I don't really ever pay attention to it until after I finish a game and then I go back and look at the logged hours and I'm like, oh God, I spent that much time playing that game. Yeah. Like for instance, um I have all that play time on Final Fantasy 14, but I guarantee you that about 20% of those I was either A asleep or B just chatting with people and not actually playing the game, but just chatting yeah Yeah. i will say there were there are several hours if not the equivalent of days where i was just (laughs) literally just afk talking to people yeah yeah because i mean i was i was part of the uh i guess i technically still am part of celestia but like are you have you logged in i i so i made a point to like resubscribe for like one month every like four months just to make sure that like i i'm still there Celestia was Cody's free company, by the way. Um, not mine. I was it. just, I was just a part yeah. of it for a long time, and I guess I still am. But I started I, a free company. Did I tell you that? I think you did. Yeah, I started as Alligator and Raven. It um, didn't do anything. Well, it, it's hard to to get, you know, a following. I mean, you know, we're 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 still figuring yeah. this out. You don't say. It's challenging. <laughs> it's. It's a little difficult, little, little difficult. Well, I, I mean, I gave, I gave up on that, A, because I wasn't really playing 14 like I used to, um, and B, I wasn't going to be a good free company leader because I wasn't going to be invested because I wasn't playing like I used to. Right. If it had been 2013, 2014, yeah, maybe, but nah, nah, not for me, so I disbanded it. <clears throat> And I'm uh, pretty sure I'm not in a free company right now. I mean, you the you know they'll let you back into Celestia. They'll let me back in if you ask them to let me even back in Celestia, but they're not just gonna let I me back in. I haven't been active or talked to any of them in months, if not a year. Hmm. Anywho, I would like to go off on that tangent. <laughs> Uh, add some back to Assassin's Creed. What were you saying, Christian? <laughs> oh no, no, no! I'm 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 done with Assassin's Creed. I never want okay. to think about that game until maybe this fall when the next game launches. <laughs> until I until I go back on what I said and finish playing it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, not necessarily a segment, but I just want to talk about a bit of news that I heard over this past. I think it was within the past week, and that's that you know Ratchet and Clank uh, Rift Apart finally got a release date. So I'm extremely excited yeah. about that. Yeah, June, right? Yep, June 10th. 10th right? sounds right. I know I've got it pre-ordered. Sounds right. Uh, June 11th. I do, I okay. do not have it pre-ordered yet, but I will pick it up because it looks like it's a lot of fun. Speaking um, of, um, go ahead. Actually, finish your thought. Okay. Okay. No. Well, mine's kind of a tangent. So if if you wanted to just no, 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 go. Okay. Okay. Cool. All right. So there is a. I went down like a Reddit rabbit hole because when the, the game got announced, uh, yeah, when the game got announced uh, for the games uh, and when they, like in its release date and everything, um, at the very end of the PlayStation blog post, it says, "And yes, we know you are asking about the new Lombax's name, and it's not fair that we put her in the art and aren't telling you yet. Hang in there; you'll be feeling rosy soon." And so then everyone's been freaking out, saying that like, "Oh, Rosie's the name," and then everyone else is like, "Oh, you know, I think it's it's not. They wouldn't just tell you; it's going to be a hint at what the name actually is." And so then I did more of the whole, you know, Reddit rabbit hole thing. And then I came across this theory, and I agree 100%. This is totally what the new female Lombax's name is. And so in my head, I was like, the, the new Lombax is totally going to be named something else like tool-related. You know, when you have a main character that's called Ratchet, you can't be just... Oh, is that what Ratchet is? What? I don't know. Is, is a Lombax what Ratchet is? I don't know what that, that word was. Oh, yeah. Sorry. All right. Okay. Backstory then. Yeah. So the main, <laughs> the main character... I've never played, man. I'm sorry. Right. You're, you're good you're good the main character uh is is a lombax and ratchet and it's kind of like a lost race there's not really many of them around uh okay. throughout the series you've come across uh, i want to say like two uh one of them's kind of related to you uh, and i'm not even sure if that's canon anymore but anyway there's not many of them around so like the fact that like there's even one in this game is cool but i think it's also going to be playable because when you look at the promotional advertising on that new post 
Um, if you pre-order the game, it gives you a skin for Ratchet, and it also gives you a skin for the female Lombacks. It's gonna no, be okay. And I don't know why they'd give her a skin if you couldn't play as her. So that's exciting. I feel like it's gonna be a split story between the two of them. I could see that because I think in the also in like that promotional video or whatever, like Clank, which is you know you're just you know essentially the R two D two, I guess of this universe. <laughs> like he's just like your tech buddy that you know kind of offers comical. Yep, your tech friendo. And uh, he gets launched, you know, through a rift into this other universe. And then that's how he meets this other Lombax. And he's like, Ratchet? And then she's just like, who? So, yeah, no, I could totally see it being like, you know, she, um, you play as her with Clank trying to get, find their way back to Ratchet. And I, uh, no, I could. Yeah. I, so what? I think it's, I think it's going to be uh, Clank ends up with the female Lombat and her version of Clank ends up with Ratchet and it'll be like a weird story to reunite them. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so, okay. So the, the, the completion of the, the, the theory thing that I was talking about before. So they said Rosie. And so there was, you know, like on those promotional advertisements for world war two, there's Rosie, the riveter and, you oh. know, rivet like as in a rivet of a, a bolt. And so I think her name is going to be rivet. I could see it. I would I would buy into that. Yeah. Anyway, tangent over. Okay, Tim. <laughs> um, I started Persona Five Strikers. Um, hey. And it's really fun. And I totally forgot what my segue was going to be when you went back to you. So hey, I, I started playing Persona Five Strikers, and um. I, it's really good and I'm really enjoying it and I'm probably going to platinum it. Um, and yeah, I'm <laughs> really drawing a blank here, guys. We should probably move on and hope <laughs> we'll remember it at some point. <laughs> All right. Okay. So wow. give me, uh, I mean, you uh, you and Steven were the reason, you know, that I got into the Persona series with Persona 5 Royal. Um, I almost jumped in at Persona 5 and you both kind of talked me into just waiting and playing Royal since that was like, you know, the completed um, version of the game. It's smart, but like, um, I don't know how canonical Royal is, at least like the last 20 to 30 hours of it. Yeah. I mean, because, you know, that's the only thing difference between Royal and Persona 5 is the last like 20 to 30 hours. Um, so how does the gameplay from Persona 5 Royal then compare to Persona 5 Strikers? Um, it's completely different. Okay. Um Instead of turn-based, which Persona 5 and Persona 5 Royal are, um, I'm just going to call it Persona 5, just so I don't have to say Persona 5 and Persona 5 Royal. Just no, I'm talking okay. about both. Okay. Um, it's vastly different. Um, instead of turn-based things where you select a move and then you do the move and then it's somebody else's turn to do a move or it's your enemy's turn. Um, it's just open and free kind of like kingdom hearts but um it's definitely set up in the style of like a dynasty warriors or high rule high rule warriors Ooh, that's a yeah, hard word to say, I was gonna say it, it's that kind of game yeah um but there's a lot of cool things you can do and unlock like you can for instance um that's one area you're fighting about you can like instead of like in persona 5 you can hide behind coverage which obviously if you're in a fight there's no really reason to do that but instead of like using circle to hide behind something you can move to like things that are, are environmental things that are around you so for instance in this one area where i was fighting a bunch of stuff there was apparently like a pile of skateboards and as i was, I was running around fighting things like the little icon came up to say to move so i clicked it and then i moved to the skateboard and then i was able to just like zoom around on it and attack things with it for a little okay. bit and then did like a big move at the end it was pretty cool um there's also things like you know like uh in persona 5 royal they introduced show times um between you and another um person well the show times are still there but it's just by you and it can essentially either deal high massive amounts of damage to a boss or it can essentially just obliterate everything in front of you uh to kind of end the thing but there's still experience um you know, there's still like everything that's in Persona 5 is there. It's just now built around this whole structure of uh, like a Hyrule Warriors, Dynasty Warriors kind of thing. 
Um, the story is really good. That's why I don't know if it's a canonical to Persona 5 Royal or Persona 5. Um, I'm going to say Persona 5 because like it's a continuation of the story almost like it takes place six months after the events of persona five. Um, yeah. That's pretty cool. I know um, a lot of those games. So like Hyrule warriors, is not canonical Mm -hmm. to the breath of the wild um, storyline, even though it it, takes place before it. So it's, it's, it takes place as like a prequel, but Steven was saying that like, um, the events that unfold completely change what would have happened in Breath of the Wild. So oh. it's not canon. It's just its own little thing. Yeah, but like this, I mean, I don't know. I'm only eight hours into it, and it feels like it's not going to be as hefty as like a Persona game, but it feels like there's going to be some length to it for sure. Um I'm only like eight hours in and I don't know, you know, how it's going to end up, but like, it truly feels like it's canonical. So mm-hmm. we'll see. But yeah, I started it. It's a lot of fun and I'm really looking forward to playing it more. I still need to play five. I can't I mean, you might not like it cause you're not a turn-based kind of person. I, I enjoy a good turn-based uh, I, what I really don't enjoy is tactical games. They're not. It's not tactical at all. I don't like tactical games either. But I mean, you were there with the Nintendo Direct when they released that new tactical game that I can't even remember what's called because I immediately was just it like, was like Project never. Triangle or something stupid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Project. Tri- I don't think it says it's, it's that's its official name. I think it's just a working. Title. It's a working title, but it's still a really bad working title. Yeah, I wouldn't. Yeah, um, <laughs> but I. I like it. For instance, I tried playing Final Fantasy Tactics. I hear it's such a great game, and those things just bore me. Yeah. Um. So. All right. Well, uh, going to move on to our next little bit. Uh, so normally we have a segment that we call Stephen's recommendations. Um we decided that we're also going to do something where we recommend some stuff to you um, and each other um, just to sort of spread it out a little bit. Um, so tentative title of this, we're just going to call it, you know, some kind of recommendations. Um, and we're each just going to, you know, pick something and recommend it. And then if you want to check out our website, there'll be links to, um, you know, the various services and uh, platforms where you can find those things. Um, Tim, you want to kick us off? Yeah, so my recommendation is Control. And I know I've been talking about it a lot, but, you know, it's not like... I feel like I don't know enough of people that are, are talking about it for me to really not recommend it. Rec- rec- recommend, it. <laughs> recommend it. Um, but, yeah, I, I got the Platinum Trophy this week. Um, nice. And it was really good. It was a lot of fun. And it's like a, it's a third person over the shoulder shooter. It's the kind of game that I would like, if I'm being honest with you, like it's weird, but like not overly weird. Um, and yeah, it was a lot of fun. I put about, I don't know, 40 or 50 hours into it. That's because I was going for a platinum run. So I did a lot of other things. If you're just trying to play the game, it's probably only about 20 hours or so of sure. just storyline stuff. Um, but it's a lot of fun. You get a lot of cool powers. I like you get like Jedi force powers and you can levitate and do cool things like that. And uh, the story is pretty, pretty, pretty succinct. Um, you know, obviously it leads open for a sequel. I really got more into the story so much when I played the first DLC, the foundation, um because they seemed like they were gonna like set up like a lot of cool things um and then i played the second one and i so remedy entertainment which is the uh studio that produced um control has two other games two main other games and that's alan wake and quantum break um, which i one i think they uh, i think one was only the pc and one might have just been the xbox or pc i can't remember i don't think either one was on playstation though um they also created max Payne, but it was produced by rockstar 
they're they're involved with it i can't remember who did what but like officially it's by rockstar but it was actually done by remedy entertainment i remember all i know is that alan wake is like a writer that can't sleep and the story he's writing about it ends up being max Payne. oh interesting yeah I know it's that. really yeah I, I only know about it because like i guess control is what they're trying to have be their like remedy verse um where like it's involving a little bit of everything because like you go to this place and it's not even much of a spoiler and control you go to this place called the ocean view hotel um and there's like a bunch of symbols on the doors and you can only ever go into the door that has like the black triangle which is the control symbol um and like there's, there's other symbols on the doors and i guess that's for the other game so to speak like there's an alan wake door and there's a quantum break door um things like that oh, uh, i guess they're trying to since control has to kind of do with multi-dimensional kind of like traversing and stories and whatnot i guess they're trying to use control to create like their links between all the other games and stuff like that um but anyway the second dlc is about alan wake i never played anything about alan wake so i got like halfway through it and i was like i don't really care about this and i stopped <laughs> it has nothing to do with like the game itself it's just i don't know anything about alan wake so some of the right. stuff that's like i'm just kind of like i guess that's supposed to be surprising right um so yeah, there's that. But I would highly recommend Control. Um, it was solid. Um, like I said, good 50 hours I got put into it. Um, if you're listening to this now, well, actually, if you're listening to this now, it's in March. So unfortunately, if you're a PlayStation person, it's no longer the free game of the month. Um, but I still recommend picking it up if it's on sale or something. Um, it's, just, it's a nice little shooter. It's a good little story. And um, um remedy this week actually or sometime in the last month or so um kind of sort of teased um a control to oh um essentially they listed a job opening to work on the quote-unquote control series and there's supposed to be no more dlc coming out so people are taking it as like they might be starting to build the basis of what will eventually become control too. So. That's really cool. That's really awesome. Yeah. yeah. So my recommendation I, I, is control. No, go ahead. I just say my recommendation is control. Yeah. I, uh, I, I'm going to play it. I'm just waiting for that PS five upgrade. I got you. I, I played it on the PS four and I honestly liked it. And I remember why I stopped playing it was because borderlands three came out. Um, so I was just like, I'm just going to go back and play it. <laughs> what you got Christian? Uh, nothing like crazy out there. I know in the past, um, switching gears, not from, uh, from gaming, uh, in the past, I mentioned Dr. Stone, which is, I think in my opinion, an underappreciated anime that you can find on Crunchyroll and Funimation. I actually really want to watch that, by the way. Yeah, no, it's, it's super cool. Um, I'm kind of falling behind now. Um, cause I started watching it in the dubbed, uh, on Funimation in season one and kind of got hooked to that, um, voice cast. And I think Crunchyroll is kind of like surging ahead with all the sub release. And I think Funimation is a bit behind right now. So yeah, I'm giving it a little are. bit to catch up. Um, but yeah, no, Dr. Stone is great. Uh, as I said in the before, uh, said before, it's basically like this, you know, giant, uh, I guess, chemical bomb thing, whatever goes off, turns everybody to stone. And then this mad scientist, little kid dude wakes up and figures out a formula to like crack people out of these like, um stone husks and starts bringing people back to life but it's been like thousands of years later and so the whole world's been reduced back to the stone age and he's having to like rebuild through uh generations of the civilizations throughout time but since you know he's a mad science whiz he's able to like surge ahead in time uh instead of you know taking hundreds or thousands of years it's like you know weeks so but it's it's really cool um the cast is really cool the character development is really cool um of course if you don't like anime in general you probably won't like it because it's very much an anime but uh no i really enjoy it i didn't think i'd enjoy it at first because it's very science heavy they go through and as they're creating different things and um finding like the different formulas to create different tools and devices um you know it's 
it's not something that I would thought that I would get a lot of enjoyment out of after, you know, not enjoying science fully in school, <laughs> but like they, they present it in a way that it's actually very enjoyable to watch even for someone who's not a science geek or anything. Um, and then I guess back in the, the realm of gaming, I mentioned a while back uh, the pedestrian, which is a puzzle platformer uh, released on, I think it's PlayStation five PS4 and PC. I think it might be on Xbox. I'm not hundred percent sure, but it's a great game. Um, it's very challenging. It has a sharp curve about midway through the game as far as the challenging uh, uh, of the puzzles. Um, but if you're a fan of platformers and of puzzle games, I'd, I'd highly recommend you check that one out as well. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Dr. Stone's been on my list since you mentioned it the first time. Yeah. Yeah. So. Dr. Stone, the other one that um, Ashley kind of got me hooked on was Promise Neverland. And that was the whole, you know, like children farmed for demon consumption. Uh, so, yeah. Go check that one out, too. <laughs> sounds terrifying. That sounds awful. Um, yeah. It's very dark. Yeah. Uh, the reason it's still on my list and I haven't watched it yet is because of what I'm recommending uh, is I've been binging Critical Role, um, which if you if you don't know what Critical Role is, they are... Are you living under a rock? Well, I mean, it wouldn't surprise me. It, if you're into D&D, Dungeons & Dragons, uh, then there's no way you don't know who Critical Role is. Um, but they're a group of voice actors that are all they've been best friends for years and they they played uh a D campaign at their homes privately and then felicia day i believe it was felicia day that contacted them and i mean i'm sure that like you know they just knew each other uh when she was starting up geek and sundry and got them to stream their their games live um so their campaign one, uh, if you go back and decide to watch it, which I highly recommend that you do, um, it starts like three or four years into their campaign. So you're going to be a little lost. Like they, they, they do their best to kind of like um, fill in some of the gaps and stuff like that. But like just know that you're not going to know a lot of the little nuances that, that happen in the show because nobody knows what that stuff is. Cause they did it, you know, privately at their, their homes. Um, but yeah, it, it's a, it's a really great cast. Uh, Matt Mercer, if you don't know who he is, he is the voice of McCree in overwatch. I knew. He's the voice of captain Levi in attack on Titan. Oh, I know that. Yep. Uh, he's hit in Dragon Ball Super. Um, and just a plethora of others. I mean, he if you can think of it, he's probably in it. He He's voiced Leon in Resident Evil. Um, Which I th- one? I think six. And uh, I think he also voiced Leon in the movies. The animated movies. Does he movies. say smarter things than Leon does currently? Because Leon in Resident Evil 4... His, my man Salazar said, I'm sending my right hand man after you. And he says, Your right hand comes off. Yeah, that wasn't that wasn't Matt Mercer. <laughs> um but yeah, Matt Mercer is like the uh the king of, of Dungeon Masters. Um he has an unbelievable storytelling ability that is uh, unmatched in my opinion. Uh so um I don't want to interrupt, but it no. kinda has to do with you're doing as, as, as you recommended this um cody has been recommending this to me for pfft, years, yeah, years. Uh, and i knew of critical role through um an ex of mine that was also in the critical role um so i was kind of like yeah i know about it and i know who matt mercer is because i played uh overwatch and i like mccree so i know who matt mercer i knew him, who matt mercer was before i knew he was uh in critical role so i started watching it finally it's basically the punchline of what i'm saying here i've only watched an hour because each episode is like three hours long yeah <laughs> um which is fine but um 
apparently, and you can get in more of this because you know more about Critical World than I do. Um, the start of this the show on YouTube has this dude that leaves, um, and Kay was like, just skip all that. Um, so he told me to start episode 30, which is the Halloween episode. So um, I started, I watched the first hour, and <laughs> the funny part about it is, is that everybody is in care in like dressed up as other characters so for instance matt mercer is dressed up as Geralt from the witcher so it's a little it's a little weird because also because i'm just being dropped in here and i really don't know what they're doing um but it is entertaining like i said i've only watched the first hour because you know, i just haven't time to like sit down and watch a whole three hour episode yet but i probably will continue to check it out yeah um <clears throat> I, I will say, like, there's nothing wrong with the first, like, 30 episodes or anything like that. Like, that it's good stuff, and if you can tolerate, you know, like, the audio issues that they have, because for a while, you know, Geek and Sundry was new, they were new to streaming, uh, the, you know, the Critical Role format was new, uh, so, like, the audio is, like, pretty rough for quite a few episodes, and then there's a, there's a player with them... Uh, I forget his last name is, but his first name was Orion. Um, and I, I guess, you know, he was friends with them and was part of the home game, but like, I, I don't know, there was some weird controversy or something, but it at around like episode 28 ish, somewhere around there, they, uh, they announced that like, it was a mutual party. Yeah. Episode 30. They're like, it's a mutual parting of the ways and he won't be coming back. Um, I, I guess, but all parties agreed it was best. So I have no idea what yeah, they happened. Give him, they, they give him a plug for whatever he's doing. Cause he, yeah. Doing I, I, you know, I, I feel like there's no necessarily hard feelings for the guy. Uh, I, I, you know, nobody knows exactly what happened. So, you know, uh, but I think they handled it in a really respectful way. Um, and they, they, they do like a farewell to his character in one of their sessions. Uh, which I thought was pretty big of them, uh, regardless of whatever happened. Um, but yeah, if if you know anything about D and D, a typical D and D session can go for like four to five hours. So most of the episodes in Critical Role are three to five hours. So it's understandable that you've only watched an hour. Um, but I, I the first twenty minutes were just announcements. Yeah, but whatever. Uh, but I, I highly recommend watching it. Uh, it is beyond entertaining. I mean, it is so freaking funny at times. And, uh, the whole, the whole cast is, is crazy good. So you've got, you got Liam O'Brien, uh, Talison Jaffe, Sam Regal, uh, in case you've never played, um, The Last of Us, The Last of Us 2, Laura Bailey and Ashley Johnson, um, Ashley Johnson plays Ellie. And Laura Bailey is Abby in the latest Last of Us game. Uh, Laura also is the main character in Gears of War 5. I think her character's in 4 too. Um, she was also Black Widow in the latest Avengers game. Uh, her husband, Travis, is uh, Thor in the Avengers game. And he's been in tons of stuff they've all been in just a million things uh and then matt's wife uh marisha ray uh and it's just it's so good i i cool. cannot recommend it enough all right um so the main topic of today uh which i'm calling recast and reboot um okay. basically just what what movies or or shows that have you know they're old i when i say old i mean you know 10 years old Not or so old. it's hard it's hard to say you know old but um you know things that you would like to see redone either like as like an hbo series or something or a netflix series or just re you know make a new movie series but recast it uh 
And I think, uh, Tim, you had some interesting ideas about Harry Potter. Yeah. So, um, your example when you kind of came up with this was Harry Potter. Yeah. And I kind of just rolled with that to, you know, because Harry Potter isn't old. I, I mean, guess I don't consider it old, but I, the first we're, we're no, in our thirties and the first one came out like on my eleventh birthday. It came out in one. Yeah. Um, so I guess it is older. Um but I, I decided to, I didn't cast I didn't recast any of the kids because yeah, there's no way to know actors. I don't know any child actors. Yeah. I don't really know many children. So <laughs> <laughs> I was great at that. I realized when I was doing this, like not only do I know any child actors, I don't know any kids. <laughs> I mean, I know a few, but they're like babies and stuff. Right. They're also not British. Also, when I recasted Harry Potter, I kind of left it with like, I kind of just was like, I'm working the mainframes of the British Isles for actors. Okay. So the people that I picked to uh, do this, oh, uh, actually, as I say this, I left I left Adam Driver on there, but whatever. Besides Adam Driver, <laughs> um, I picked all people that were either of British, Scottish, or Irish descent. Interesting. Okay. Um, um, so, and this can just be whatever. Um, and I didn't recast the whole everybody because I couldn't think of all the names off the top of my head. But um, do you want to just say who I picked? Yeah, what do you got? Okay, so um, for uh, Professor Dumbledore, I, I had it between two people. And one is more kind of like a why don't we just go ahead and do this kind of thing? And the other one would be like, that seems to kind of make sense. Um, the first pick I had was Hugo Weaving. Um, he obviously played Agent Smith uh, in The Matrix. He also played um, some elvish name in Lord of the Rings, and I'm probably going to get gut for it for not remembering. Um, so please, if you listen to this and you're a Lord of the Rings fan, don't give me guff because I can't think of his name. He I played like the leader. Yeah, I can't, I can't think of his name either, man. Elvish. Do you know what it is, Christian? No. Okay, it's some <laughs> Elvish name. No. You know who he is, though. Um, the second one was uh, Sir Ian McKellen, just because, I mean, he did Gandalf. Why not just do Dumbledore? Um, yeah. That's more like the whole, like, why not kind of thing. Um, for Professor McGonagall, I had Judy Dench. Um, she was M in James Bond until she died. Spoiler alert in Skyfall. Um, yeah. Or there's a, a woman by the name of Charlotte Ramping. Um, she's one of those names that like has been in things that you've seen and you would recognize her face, but you don't know her name. Okay. Yeah. Like, I mean, I know like, what you mean. He's like that dude that was in like uh, Supernatural and Doctor Who and all those shows that everybody likes that nobody knows his name. Right. Um, he played, uh, who did he play in Supernatural? Crowley. That oh, dude. sure, 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 yeah, sure, sure, sure. Yep. You know who he is, I do. but you don't know his name. Yep. <laughs> um, yep. And then I had, uh, I actually moved Adam Driver from what you thought to have to being Barty Crouch Jr., uh, just because, um, the person you had him as who I'll talk about who I picked in a second, um, you know, is a little bit of an older character and Adam driver is still kind of young. So I moved him to a younger ish kind of character. Um, so I put him as Barty Crouch jr. And then for Snape, who you did have as Adam driver, I put as Robert Carlisle. If you don't know who Robert Carlisle is, he played Rumpelstiltskin and once upon a time. I could see it. And then again, you know, this is just names I picked. Um, I had Tom Hiddleston as Lupin, uh, Rowan Atkinson as Ollivander, <laughs> Charles Dance as Cornelius Fudge. Uh, I picked Matt Smith and Carrie Mulligan as James and Lily Potter. And then I just want Idris Elba, Michael Sheen in there somewhere. Okay. Yeah. 
That's I, if I recasted Harry Potter. That's who it would be. I'm sorry, I can't not picture Mr. Bean handing out ones. <laughs> I didn't know that I wanted that to happen until you said until it. Until you said it, I was like, what? Dude, as soon as I saw him, I was like, if this man is not playing oh. all movie i'm gonna be upset that's you imagine a kid walking into his shop for looking for a wand and he's going searching for all these boxes <laughs> i think i found it i think i found it <laughs> oh. he's giving the kids the middle finger telling me yeah. what happened. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's great um yeah i guess the only reason i picked uh adam driver for snape is because uh because i actually agree with uh, tom hiddleston as lupin Mm-hmm. Um and him and Adam Driver are actually I think close in age. Are they? Okay, I couldn't remember. So I was like, I could kind of see them, you know, being you know like the the kids that grew up together or whatever. And oh, I saw a photo of Robert Carlyle on IMDb, and I was like, dude, he just looks like he could play Snape. Well, I mean, yeah, and I and I could see that. I don't know, his voice doesn't, but like I've got that Adam Driver or not Adam Driver. I've got that um. I've got OG Snape in my head, so like I can't. Yeah, like obviously, no one can compare to Alan Rickman. No, um, but like, also if if so, if I want it, because I also want Harry Potter to be done, but I want it to be done as a show. Okay, I just picked it like like I was just gonna recast the movie. Sure. And I thought like you know maybe I can work in you know Rupert Grant and Emma Watson and Danny Radcliffe in there somewhere or some like just throwaway cameo character once in a while but i was like i'm not getting that deep into that but if i had to recast like, if somebody came to me like here's an unlimited budget tim recast harry potter movie these would be the people i would pick yeah like i i think i agree with most of that um i don't know about mcgonagall hiddleston as lupin was a good pick too i really like that one yeah i do i do really that. like hiddleston as lupin um i still think adam driver would be a great snape um also, I stick with British people. You can, you can cast your movie however you want to cast your movie. Uh, but I, I would want it to be an HBO series. Can okay. you imagine how raunchy of a Harry Potter HBO series that no, would it be? Wouldn't, it wouldn't Bro be raunchy. It is literally giving people fingers. Yeah. <laughs> name one n- name. Name one mainstream HBO series that doesn't have porn. Uh. I don't watch HBO series, so it's it's hard to say. Like define porn. Okay, sex scenes. Like I mean, oh, okay. like, and by HBO standards of sex scenes, it borderlines porn. I mean, yeah. look, you're not wrong, but I don't know. The only HBO shows I've ever really seen are Game of Thrones and The Wire. Yeah, I've only ever watched. Oh, know, and True Blood, which doesn't help my cause. No, not at all, especially <laughs> season two. Yeah. Um, no, I, the reason I would want it to be on HBO and not Netflix is because I think HBO could handle it better. I think they have the money to handle it better. Plus, I think they have a deal with Warner Brothers, so it, it would be on HBO. Um, or at least HBO Max. Yeah. You know, HBO Max does have stuff on it. That, that, I mean, not original content, but they do. Right. Like Doctor Who's on HBO Max. Um, There's no porn in there, Christian. <laughs> but no, I, I think it would be good because... They could, because if you've read Harry Potter, there are some graphic scenes in Harry Potter where people get sliced up. I mean, Harry literally like slices Malfoy at one point on accident. On accident, that's fine. Except it, it was on purpose, but he didn't know what it did. So, accident. Um, Is that Sectum Stempro? Yeah. But yeah, there was a lot of blood and stuff, and like it was supposed to be like horrible. And yeah. I think that they could pull it off. Not only, you know, not be limited to what they could show on screen, but like they could show more of the story. Okay. Now I just want like a Harry Potter movie or show that's just like a hard R or a hard <laughs> M. Like it's just like. It's just true blood, but Harry Potter. Yeah. Like everyone's doing Coke and that was. <laughs> Um, it's all just an LSD trip. <laughs> everyone's really sitting just... around in the common room around a bong, just yeah. like getting absolutely <laughs> freaking. No, even that. They're literally like in like recovery for like LSD people, and they're just all <laughs> they're just in, hallucinating. Like, this common room 
where they're all just tripping on acid and thinking that they're on brooms and stuff. <laughs> that's that's the Harry Potter movie I want. Oh god. <laughs> and then it becomes a gritty cop drama involving horrors and stuff like that. <laughs> Actually, real talk, real talk. I know this has nothing to do with anything because this is just what I want, but I really want there to be like a show about like horrors and stuff like that. That yeah, maybe I, I think that'd be awesome. Adulty for the people like us that grew up with Harry Potter, but yeah have out, like it's like, outgrown it but you know what i mean have grown up with the with you know the harry potter game that i want is an open world harry potter game where it's not in it's you coming. know school but not in the school oh, like it's yeah. in the real world and you can be an aura or or a quidditch player or whatever i, I mean i could see them easily doing in like an hbo series it's a in the harry potter universe that's like back during like a voldemort's like reign of terror pre like harry potter series like, cause I mean, back then, like everybody was just getting freaking murdered. Like actually, like following like Lillian James. Yeah. Uh, so that was the other thing. If they were to redo the Harry Potter series as a, you know, uh, like a TV show or HBO show or whatever, I would cast the original, uh, you know, Rupert Grant and Daniel Radcliffe and. Um, How dare you forget Emma Watson's name? <laughs> I was thinking of Draco. Um, oh, <laughs> Tom Felton. Tom Felton, thank you. And Emma Watson uh, as like Lily and James. Uh, uh, I forget. I do forget the 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 girl's name that played Jenny. Uh Bonnie Wright. Yeah, I would want her to be Lily and Daniel Radcliffe to be James. I would want Rupert Grant to play Mister Weasley. Um, Emma could just be Hermione's mom. Um, and then Tom just Felton could be uh, Lucius. Yeah, I guess you know, just as a way to order. put him in there, you know. I and mean, he's not really doing anything. Who? Tom Felton. You don't know what my man's doing. What have you seen him in? He was in uh, War of the Planet of the Apes. Wait, how old was that yes. movie? Move on. <laughs> it's old. Um, MVB this man right now. Go ahead. That's like Rupert Grint. He's been in like three things. Um, He's coming out with something new recently. I'm about to look up them both. Go ahead, Christian. What would you What would you reboot or recast? Oh, I don't know. I at once upon a time, and you know, my childhood, I was addicted to the uh, the Mummy franchise. Oh and man, with, uh, Brendan Fraser, that yeah. was like my jam. You know, I grew up watching that with my dad. And uh, at one point, I was like, you know what? Those are old enough movies. Like they they should totally reboot it. And then they did, and then it was terrible. So well, it's because they put Tom Cruise in it. Like I like don't get me wrong, I love Tom Cruise, but like he he is. He is Tom Cruise and literally everything that he does. Like, like every single one of his characters are the same character. Yeah, no, I wasn't wasn't a fan. Yeah, I, uh, I mean, heck, even just with like the very last of, I guess, the original Mummy franchise. With well, they Frazier they recast uh, what his wife. Yeah. Uh, well, even the plot and it was just the plot weird. was really like, weird. Tomb of the Dragon Emperor or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, no, but the original Mummy movies are so good. Yeah, no, Mummy, the original Mummy was, was freaking awesome. Okay, yeah. So Tom Felton isn't really doing much of anything right now. I mean, he's doing stuff. I just don't know what it is. But Rupert Grint is in an Apple um, TV show called The Servant. Interesting. Anyway, go ahead, back with the Mummy and Tom Cruise being terrible. I mean, <laughs> Tom Cruise isn't terrible. He just he was terrible in the Mummy. Like he wasn't the right fit for that movie. No, I mean, unless it's Mission Impossible. Yeah, if it's not Mission Impossible or Top Gun, I don't care. Okay. Let me get guff for this, but I don't really like Top Gun. I will somewhat jump on board with that and saying that I think Top Gun is a overrated movie. Like, I don't think it's nearly as good as the... as everyone makes it out. It didn't need a sequel. All right. Well, uh, this will be my last episode, guys. Um, Didn't you say that last week too? No, 
I said that in one of the Resident Evil recordings. Uh, oh, right, 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 right. I just remember you said that at some point in time. Yeah. Anyway, uh, yes. No, I'm, I don't know. I, t- I don't get. I don't. I don't really uh, see the point of just dudes playing volleyball in jeans. Anyway, Christian, you were talking about the mummy, though. <laughs> that was a, okay. Uh, uh, I mean, my my point was kind of done. I don't really know who I would want to have recast uh, for the Mummy franchise. Um, you can Tom totally Cruise's put um, uh, oh, Spider Man, Tom, Tom Holland, Tom Holland, yeah, Tom Holland. <laughs> honestly, <laughs> honestly, too many Toms. See it. Um, well, I guess on that though, I mean, like I was, I think people were kind of upset when they first heard that they were going to go with a more younger version of Nathan Drake uh, when they're making the Uncharted movie. and But I think Tom Holland was actually, honestly, a pretty good pick for a young Nathan yeah, Drake. Yeah, for young Nathan Drake, I thought I think he's great. And, and, like, I didn't know that they were doing the young Nathan Drake thing at first. And I, I thought they were going to, like, you know, do, like, normal Nathan Drake storyline from the games. And I was like, he's too young. I mean, <laughs> how old is Nathan Drake supposed to be? Cause in his, like, Holland... 40s. Okay, because Tom Holland's like almost in his mid twenties. Yeah, but Nathan Drake is like forty something. He just looks young, kind of like that one kid that was in that one movie that in Maze Runner that looks really young. Hmm. Oh yeah, I know. Yeah, must look him up. I'm sorry, I gotta know his name. Um, what I would really like to see redone is Van Helsing. Like, ooh, really? I I can't even remember. Was it Hugh Jackman? Yeah, it was Hugh Jackman. Okay. Like, and I and I I love that movie. I think it's very underrated. But I would love to see a remake of Van Helsing, either darker or whatever. But like, I think Van Helsing. I don't know though. That's the thing. The Rock. Is it The Rock? rock? (laughs) Yeah, it's The Rock. That's The Rock. No, uh, I mean, yeah, I mean, Adam Driver might be good in that role. I yeah. don't know if Adam Driver would like. Yeah, I don't know. They could totally do a gender bend, have Scar Joe up in there. Yeah, I was only picking Scarlett Johansson because he's she's in a movie with Adam Driver. Yeah, that's apparently really sad. I haven't seen it yet. Uh, marriage, marriage story, proposal. marriage yeah. story, or whatever. Yeah. It's very depressing. It's real sad. Uh, yeah, Ash and I turned it on for date night, thinking it was. Gonna... <laughs> what the hell's wrong with you? <laughs> and then, well, we didn't read anything into like what the plot or anything was. And then about halfway through, we were like, "Well, this is fucking depressing." I and, love uh... you. I know we just got married. Please stay with me. <laughs> Yikes! Yeah, uh, and it just gets worse. Yeah, and worse and it worse. Goes straight downhill until like the last five minutes. And even then, yeah. it's not great. It's a it great well done, movie. Though. It's a good yeah. movie. <laughs> yeah. You want to talk about a twist in a movie involving Scarlett Johansson? Have you guys seen Jojo Rabbit? No. I have, again, very dark. But it was very- also kind of heartfelt towards the end. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, I don't want to. Are you going to watch it, Cody? I don't want to say anything. Yeah, I'm planning on watching it. All right, well, then just know that, like, it's look for the feet. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Pay attention to feet, but not in a creepy way. All right, so I'm gonna I'm gonna pose this last one to you guys. Before... I actually do have a something I want to be a TV show though. All right, go for it. Um, and I, I it's a kind of a close personal one to my heart here because I read the books. Um, Percy Jackson. I uh, like that. To actually, yeah. TV show, not. I don't know who to cast in it, but I mean, you can probably still do Logan Lerman and Alexander. Like, I, I really, I really liked the, uh, the movies. I hated that they didn't continue. Um, yeah, no, the, the movies like I actually really liked, I, I didn't hate either one of them. The second one was a little bit weird and ended kind of wonky. Um, but I mean, they were pretty on par with the books, so to speak. Yeah. Um, but I feel like if they did a TV show, they'd be able to like you know obviously television is like this for like any 
type of thing. Um, you have much longer time to hash out storylines and sub storylines that yeah. don't necessarily have to be the main um, protagonist. Um, so I feel like they could really get into that. So I had Percy Jackson. I like to see it. It's just like a Netflix thing. It doesn't have to be anything gritty like you wanted Harry Potter to be. Well, I don't, uh, it's not that I want Harry Potter to be gritty. I just want it to be more sorry, accurate to the book. I want it to be gritty. I want it to be like Batman, but it's Harry Potter. No, I'm just kidding. Um, sort of. Um, but no, I would like there to be a Percy Jackson TV show. I think they could do a lot of good things with it because the, the, the books are phenomenal. I mean, and, it's yeah. like really underrated series, I feel. And I'm surprised you didn't bring this up, but like talking about stuff that we read that's kind of underrated and no one really talks about, they could totally be like a Pendragon series too. I was literally just about to say, uh, yeah. I, I, there should be a Pendragon either movie or I, I think movies would probably be better because there's 10 of them. But I mean, a, uh, a, you said like, movies or TV show. I think movies would be better. But, I mean, I wouldn't turn down, like, an HBO series for Pendragon. Yeah. I mean, they're great. They're, I read all they're so good. They're just really underrated. Yeah, I know. Very um, underrated. Okay, Pretty- so before we finish this episode, if they were to redo Zoolander, who would you cast as Zoolander? <laughs> Can there be anybody but Ben Stiller? Um, He's getting Pete old. Davidson. Pete Davidson. I, could I don't see know. I, my cousin loves Pete Davidson and thinks he's hilarious. So He's all right. I, I never watched any of his stuff or anything. This is totally just I'm throwing out a, the first name that kind of popped into my head when I thought of somebody funny that was young. Um, but Pete Davidson would be my... I mean, he could probably do it. I don't know. Is he funny? <laughs> he's, 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 he's pretty funny, but I think he's a different he's kind SNL, of funny. right? Yeah. He's a different kind of funny, though. He's like Bill Burr funny. I like Bill Burr. So, um, But I get that he wouldn't necessarily correlate to Zoolander. But, you know, hey, maybe he has the acting chops to pull it off. Right. I don't know. Uh, I would like to see uh, what's-his-face from the league. Um, the Kroll? Nick Kroll, thank you. That'd be a good one. I wouldn't be mad at Nick Kroll either. I, I mean, honestly think John Mulaney might be able to do it. <laughs> I think John Mulaney's a little too awkward to play that he, role. Yeah, I was going to say, he, he's a little too lanky and awkward. Personally. Is that your pick, though, Christian? No, I mean, like, just... Uh, it was the first one that popped in. No, you're fine. Uh, it was the first one that popped into mind. I honestly don't know of anyone who would play it better than Ben Stiller. That's what I'm saying. Like it's so as good. Thinking about anybody that been. You know what? I want to see the same movie, right? I want to see Zoolander, right? But I want to see Owen Wilson playing Zoolander, and I want to see Ben Stiller playing Hansel. Just totally like just come out with Zoolander three, three lander, whatever you want to call it, and just swap their roles, tell nobody, and then just let the movie play. Okay. I'd be I'd watch it. Of course, I'm also the guy that also would watch a cars reboot if they had the Fast and the Furious people voice all the all the people. Oh one hundred percent. I am down for that. Just take Just give me step. animated cars, Fast and Furious. No, not even that. Just take the, the 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 actors from Fast and the Furious and have them voice cars, and then I'm like, this is pretty accurate, to be honest with no, you. I, I want I want Fast and Furious done like Cars, where they just oh, okay. they just so are I'm the cars. Like, Vin Diesel to voice Lightning McQueen. Yeah, no, I want Vin Diesel to voice a Camaro. <laughs> I mean, honestly. And The Rock to just be some massive-ass Humvee thing. He's just a monster truck Humvee yeah. kind of thing. And, honestly, and for some reason, it's always wet. <laughs> it always it's not raining. Yeah, it's, it's wipers are always on. 
everyone like it it's it hasn't rained in three days <laughs> real talk why was the rock so sweaty in fast six six five five yeah it was like it was like snowing out rock and they would he would just be like sweating <laughs> all right i think that's where we're gonna end this one um so if you stuck around thank you for listening Please make sure you like, share, subscribe, leave a comment below. Um, if you'd like to reach out to us, you can find us on Facebook and Twitter at SKO Entertainers, or you can visit our website, skoentertainment.net, to find more information and how to reach us um, uh, on our other platforms. Also, uh, check out our YouTube channel uh, for some Resident Evil playthroughs. Uh, me and Christian have a Resident Evil 6 uh, that should have like three episodes out by the time this starts. And Tim's got to play through Resident Evil 4. That should be on like eight, I want to say. Eight or nine by the time this, this comes out. So um, Sounds right. definitely check those out. Um, make sure you subscribe so you don't miss any of that action. And uh, lastly, guys, please don't forget to join us next week. Because even on the best of days... We all need some kind of entertainment. Bye. See you. See you guys.